This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Brew Strong is brought to you by Blickman Engineering, home of the top tier brewing stand. Visit them online at blickmanengineering.com. Time for the beer radio you've been looking for. This is the show that dispels myths, tackles the toughest topics, and makes no apologies for geeking out on beer. Hosted by two guys that drink before they think, Jamil Zainashev and John Palmer. This is Brew Strong. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Greetings, greetings. <laughs> I guess we don't have John. Greetings, greetings. Apparently, right. Apparently we don't need John. Apparently not. All right, John, you're out of here. I'm fucking turning you off. Yeah, he's probably been drinking it up. Uh, he had to be at the uh, home base this, uh, this series of shows. So Could not be in the studio with us, but we have the fine Stephen uh, Kinsey with us. Um, owner, brewer... Kinetic Brewing Company. Janitor. 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 Out in Lancaster, California. Part of L.A. County, I'm told. So I've been told. I, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> All I know is I have a parachute with my name on it. <laughs> parachute with your name on it. Yeah, that's right. There's no airport there, so you have to just parachute in. Uh, so uh, last show we were talking about... Um, uh, you know the the types of things you need to do in order to uh, uh, get started on your brewery, and I'll tell you one of the th- things you need to do before you do that is go to BlickmanEngineering.com. Blickman with two ends. Uh, BlickmanEngineering.com. They actually uh, sponsor the show. They're paying for it, so uh, you know uh, you can you can get this show. So if you find it valuable, you should go to BlickmanEngineering.com. Check it out. They've got a lot of great stuff there. If you're thinking of doing a nano brewery, I know they've got like barrel size uh, gear that uh, is high quality. So uh, you might you might want to check that out as well. Uh, BlickmanEngineering.com. All right. So we were talking about um, uh, paperwork. Uh, oh, there he is. Brew size. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes on and off like you know. <laughs> Who knows. Yeah, well, we were talking about, uh, you know, towards the end of the previous show, we were talking about uh, how uh, you kind of roll from, all right, now you've got all this this other stuff in motion, the kind of the, the, the core key critical pieces, wouldn't you say, Steve, that uh, you're talking about, um, you know, you've got your, your federal licensing going, you've got your state licensing going, you've got a deal working on your, your premises, you've talked to the, the city about... Um, you know, water needs and sewage needs and, you know, whether it's permitted in the area. you got to be zoned. It's the mm-hmm. right kind of zoning, things like that. But, you know, don't despair if you find a building you think is perfect and the zoning's not quite right. You can always go for a zoning, um, uh, you know, um, 
change uh you know they can they can go ahead and give you a uh, dispensation on 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 your zoning there administrative uh, right they can uh, you know, when they go all the administrative and, yeah, stuff and, we talked about and they can they can go ahead and uh do that for you so all your administrative stuff you've got you've got that rolling uh, what's some of the other stuff that you would be looking at to do uh, to really get your brewery off the ground, the marketing off the ground? What what, what sort of stuff is needed at that point, Steve? Marketing. Yeah, yeah. definitely uh, a logo would help. And uh-huh. marketing, just become a, a guerrilla marketer because you uh-huh. are your, your only employee at that time. And, mm-hmm. and I would use your use social networking. That's what I did. Use mm-hmm. um, Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. um whatever a blog whatever means you have at your disposal however mm-hmm. how creative you are to get your name out there and get people going I, I mean case in point with us we have we are not an act we we, we have not brewed an ounce of alcohol yet mm-hmm. uh, as as kinetic brewing company but yet on facebook we have almost 650 fans mm-hmm. so just just through my efforts of guerrilla marketing to get the name out there to get people excited about the brand and you put that on packets of methamphetamine or Okay, You're out in lane. It's about enough okay. now. No. <laughs> they don't call it the high desert for nothing. <laughs> That's a free joke I just wrote for you. Thank, thanks, JP. Very good. Yeah, I know. Very good. Yeah, Aren't yeah. they all free? Oh. Right. Well, I, and I think that's a uh, you know uh, a critical part of getting the brew going. And like you're saying, social networking. And social networking isn't just... You know, you, you should have a web presence. Um, you know, as soon as I got... Um, you know, our business name down, decided on a name for, for the brewery. I Which is really hard. You know, it is. It's, you know, you'll spend a lot of time and, and worrying about it to, to kind of come with the right name. The, the funny thing is, once you find the right name you know it. and you realize nobody else is using it, you're like, yeah, that's a sweet name. I'm surprised. When you, when you say to yourself, I'm surprised nobody else is u- using this. That's when you know you, know, you have the right you name. You got a gem, yeah. yeah. And you, you go for it. You get yourself your domain name registration. You do that for 15 bucks or even less than that. Get yourself a website, you know, mm-hmm. just a placeholder. And then you can, you know, hire the folks in India or whoever to do, um, do your, 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 your web stuff. Monkey from Russia. Oh yeah, yeah okay. you're, you're well. It's, now that's that's really? an interesting part for Keep me. Jobs in the U.S. Come on, people. you know you're not the first person to say that. <laughs> right. Well, that's an inter- interesting thing. Uh, I, my logo for, came from the U.S. from the heartland of America. That's why my logo is all right. It's great. Uh, no, I went through uh, C.J. Hughes. He does. Uh, God, I can never remember the name of his uh, website. It's like logo website design or logo design website or something like that. Mm-hmm. CJ Hughes logo logo designs. And um you know for me, ninety nine bucks, he did like twelve different looks that looked like they came from twelve different artists and mm-hmm. he worked with us on a a series of rounds of however, you know, if you like or don't like our logo you know, blame us, don't blame him. He did exactly, you know, he gave us creative spark and we said, ooh, we really like that or, you know, whatever we liked and he went the direction we wanted. So yeah. we're I, thrilled with it. We're, I use, we, we think it's fantastic. I use 99 designs myself, which yeah. I guess is actually right. based out of Australia, but I was just but the person that, that won the the, the, the auction mm-hmm. was from St. Petersburg, Russia. So, and that's an interesting It could thing. have been an American, you, though, had they choose, chose oh, to, to yeah. take, you know, the price that I put 
put forth. I chose. I chose. To you know, I paid go, a lot more for my America, logo than you paid for yours, and it went to right. Russia. So there right. you go. Right, there you go. Well, and 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 I've I've seen people use that site before for website design and stuff like that. And you, um, what you do is essentially post a spec of what you're looking for, kind of a description of what you're looking for, what the business is, what the logo needs to be. Yep. And then, however many people respond, they respond with some ideas. They they throw some logos together. Right. And you give and them then, feedback. You say, I like this. I don't like right. that. And you rate them with stars. And you, and, and, right. And, and I took part in a couple of rounds of rating right. um, where I said, no, I like this one. I didn't like that one. And I, I voted on different things. And you mm-hmm. can get feedback from multiple people. I think that's really great, especially – yeah, I've got a pretty good crowd of people that I can call upon to, you know, run a logo by. So I just did that by email. I said, "Hey, you know, what do you guys think?" And you know, you were one of them. Uh, you know, a number of people. JP, you weren't. Uh, I wasn't, but I seem to be left out a lot of things. Right. I'm just a clown. Right. I, I figured you're too busy. You're you're a mover and shaker, and don't I have cried, time for things. Like I that. cried tears of a clown. Um. So. You know, I I, I kind of like that ninety nine uh, design thing, um, uh, just because you know you don't really have to be connected with people to be able to, you know, get it out in front of uh, you know um, a, a number of designers and get get you know uh, a number of looks. But that's one of the things I loved about my guy was he gave us you know just a variety of looks that looked like it came from different people. Mm-hmm. And you, one, that's one of the problems with working with a single designer a lot of times is they all look the same. Right. They're just variations on the same darn thing. <laughs> and you're like, if you like that designer, then you're great. If you don't like that designer, then you're in real trouble. Right. And and actually looking at the, the pint class I have in my hand, has it morphed ever since? Uh, yes. It, it, right, I mean, right. It's like every time I see it, it looks a little different. Right. So, yeah, we, and, and that's one of the things, you know, we, um, you know, we looked at the logo and we said uh, – yeah, the initial stuff we we all liked it, and then um, you know a little too detailed for certain things we're doing. Like you know we uh, one of the things is um, we want to do keg stencils. That's how we brand our kegs. We do a stencil mm-hmm. with this uh, this this face, and I sent it to CJ and I said, you know, I like this. I need a stencil version. And twenty minutes later, he's like, well, here's a stencil version. I don't even think he charged me for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know. And then everybody saw that on the kegs and like that's fantastic. That looks really good. It's it's a little um, starker. I don't know, not quite as you know. Uh, but so we, everybody loved that, and everyone's like, "That's the the one I want on the back of the sweat jackets and all that." So we started shifting over that. We removed uh, the ears were a little more pointed before. Right. We, we rounded those off. We don't want to be like, you know, a devil or anything like that. And there's there some s- lines under the eye I think you lost too. Right. And then there the, there were some, um, you know, slightly pointed teeth. We rounded those off, things like that. We we kind of, you know, we're, we're not trying to go devil. We're trying to go kind of, Heretical. You know, heretical. Right, exactly. So, um, you know, you whoever you work with, you want to make sure that you can follow up with them later on. Because no matter, you know, he gave us pretty much every format that we could want. He did stationery, he did all this stuff for us and, you know, gave us this huge pile of files, which you'd think would be everything you needed. But, for example, I needed to go back to him for the stencil version. I never thought we'd need a stencil, but we did that. I needed some other changes, and he's done those for us as well. Mm-hmm. And so you want to have somebody you can have a good relationship with and, you know, be willing to pay for that work. Um, I got it. I think dirt cheap. Um, 
and I would have been, you know, willing to pay, you know, several times more than that for for I feel what we got. Right. I'm I'm totally pleased with with my logo. And yeah, my, my logo, logo looks very, great. My logo is very simple. Mm-hmm. I, I I got four designs. I got two different colors, and I got a distressed logo and a, and a, and a clean logo to uh-huh. work with. Uh-huh. And for what I'm shooting for, I think it's exactly what I need for my right. region mm-hmm. out in the boonies of the desert for the sand. <laughs> for the simple people out there. For the simple people. I think it works well, yeah. Right. You don't want it something too complex. Silica Valley. Right. <laughs> yeah, Silica, Silica Valley, Valley yes. <laughs> well, and, and, and that's the thing. Um, you know, sometimes simple is, you know, to, to make something look good simply, you know, and to to be, you know, to, 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 a logo that isn't overly complex that looks good is tricky to do, I think. Yeah. And it's worth paying somebody. So, you know, that's something you can get started. Um, you know, and I think also the good thing about the uh, 99 design is you can just throw out, you know, an idea there and, you know, you may get, you know, wildly different things that you never um, thought of before. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know. If you want to give uh, CJ a, a, a try, I highly recommend him personally. I think he'll be thrilled. If you're not, then I'd be shocked that uh, that guy could not uh, suit your needs. Uh, all right, so let's do this. Let's take a short break, and when we come back, we will get into more of all the things you need to do to do your brewery. Back after this. When you hear Blickman Engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the Intuitive Beer Gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weldless thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The Auto Sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe, and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it, with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmaster's Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. On Sunday, October 23rd, the last great Northern California beer event of the season will be at Downtown Joe's. The Brewing Network presents A Taste of North Bay Beers. And by a taste, we're talking 10 6-ounce 
Outdoors. Breweries like Napa Smith, Moylands, Moonlight, Blue Frog, Russian River, Heretic, Drake's, Lagunitas, Iron Springs, Third Street, Ale Industries, Marin Brewing, and more. All day, starting at 12.30 p.m. until 11 o'clock at night. And featuring live music from world-renowned Ralph Woodson and Purple Haze. If that's not enough, the home-brewed chef himself, Sean Paxton, will feed 50 select few a private beer dinner at 7 p.m. that will insert Napa herself into your mouth forever. Tickets for the festival and dinner are available in limited quantity at downtownjoes.eventbrite.com. Order now and don't miss a taste of North Bay beers. Also stream live on October 23rd at thebrewingnetwork.com. A heretic is anyone who does not conform to an established attitude, doctrine, or principle. If you love craft beer, you're already a heretic. The very first thing we did when we started looking at the beers that we would brew, we got rid of all those recipes. We started from scratch. We've been pilot brewing the most creative things that we think of and the most interesting things. We've completely gone away from style. Heretic Brewing Company is opening this spring in Pittsburgh, California, and you can be a part of it. Visit hereticbrewing.com and facebook.com slash hereticbrew. Get the latest updates on the brewery and upcoming beers. Show everyone how you celebrate great beer as a heretic. It's a fairly powerful word. Being a heretic, that means you're not settling for ordinary beer. You are going with flavorful, creative, bold, interesting beers. A heretic is looking for the best beers out there. Be a heretic. Don't drink ordinary beer. Things are getting sticky this month at More Beer. All month long, they are featuring their brand new mead kits, and they're hooking you up with an awesome freebie. Their new kits showcase famous Tupelo honey and orange blossom honey from California orange groves. Mead or Melamel, eight all-new kits, as well as Honey by the Pound, are on sale all month long. Tupelo has long been considered the gold standard of honey, prized for its rich, fruity flavor and non-granulating characteristics. More Beer's unblended Tupelo honey has fruit flavors, intense cedarwood, and a spicy incense quality. More Beer orange blossom honey should be used for your very best creations. It comes directly from orchards in the California Central Valley and has the unmistakable floral aroma of orange blossoms. By far, one of the favorite honeys for mead. And don't miss Morbier's free, comprehensive mead-making guide from Sunday session guest Shay Comfort. Dive into yeast nutrition and pH for mead that can ferment in weeks instead of months. For free, dry or sweet, mead or melomel, your best bet for an autumn beverage is at your homebrew superstore, Morbier. Back to the two guys that know how to turn beer into beer. This is Brew Strong. All right, we're back. Uh, all right, so we're we're talking about logos, marketing. Uh, so what about John Palmer? What about him? Is there <laughs> something that we need to know about him that we don't well, know? I have some questions. Yeah. Um, so really you, you you've got go you've got the logo decided on you know I guess what then after this you would start you know you mentioned you you got a stencil for your kegs uh-huh. um, you start thinking about I guess you know packaging labels um, do you I mean is this the kind of thing you would um, buy in the interim before you get your all your you know your licensing complete. Um, you know, get some of the stuff on hand, cans, bottles, labels, 
um, bottling machine? I mean, um, you know, depending on your situation, or do you what kind of wait till other things come along first? Well, you know, I would not um, hold off on you know logos and social marketing and things like that for the federal or state licensing. I would hold off on bottles, cans, things like that because. Uh, here's the thing. You need to get separate approval for labels uh, before you can sell uh, keg beer or bottled beer, canned beer. And those things can be tricky to negotiate. Um, and if you were to go ahead and – you can't get approval on those until you have your other licensing. Okay. So if you were to go ahead and start printing stuff up like that, then you'd, you'd be in trouble. Okay. Um, I would try to line the equipment up, and Steve will tell you that this is near impossible. Um, I would try and line the purchase of equipment up so that it arrives and you have <laughs> just the right amount of time to set it up and immediately start brewing on it because that's the most effective use of your finances, right? You what know resources I- do you use when selecting equipment? I mean – um, do, you, do you typically look for whatever is immediately available, or do you? Uh, where do you find you know internet search to find manufacturers of brewery equipment? Um, how do you how do you make those decisions? Well, for 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 us, I think you know that's that's one of the things you immediately turn to your peer group, which is you know Pro Brewer Interactive or other breweries you know in your area. You know, I talk to, you know, Mitch and Matt and Vinny and, you know, a number of people. I'm like, hey, you know. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm picking up all these names that you just dropped. Hold on a second. Yes. There you go. Uh, you know, people in, in our area that are very helpful for, you know, all the brewers in California. Um, uh, Steve Altamari, he's, you know, extremely helpful as well. You know, uh, you know Roger at Triple Rock. All these guys. You know that that's the thing to keep in mind that uh, you know that community around you they will you know they're very tight and will be very helpful. You want to become part of that community. You want to be a positive member of that community as early on as you can. And I think most of these guys, if you tell them, "Hey, I'm opening a brewery. I'm serious about it. I'm you know I've f- filed my paperwork. I've done all this," then they're like, "Okay, you're not just somebody dreaming. You're actually somebody doing it." Yeah, I can help you. Uh, you know, if you need some some advice, you know, let me know. So you tend to find, um, you know, information about you know who's good, who's not, you know, what's good equipment, what's bad equipment, and then you mix in their price and you mix in their availability. You know, right now the market is crazy, mm-hmm. and there's a long lead time on 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 new equipment. There's a, a a lack of secondhand equipment, you know, especially if you're you know you know working on a popular size. Uh, how did you make your decision, uh, Steve? Very similar. I started with the the peer group, like you're saying. You go mm-hmm. to the people that are in your region that you know and you respect, and you you just talk to them and ask them who they've used, who they've worked with, who they liked, who they didn't like, and then you look at what the what's available in the market. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then I went to Pro Brewer, which is a forum mm-hmm. that has a, which is I you'll use Pro Brewer a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I look for reputations on there, right. seeing who had reputable reputations and mm-hmm. who. Oh, Brian Hunt, I forgot pe- to mention him. Who people who people didn't like, and then once I got it, so 
between those guys, and I got it down to a very short list. And then it, for me, then at that point, the final deciding factor was geography. Mm-hmm. Just that, um, you know, if I were if I were for you, I might have gone with JVNW. I don't know who you went with, but mm-hmm. being being that I'm in SoCal, I went with Premier Stainless. Mm-hmm. And um, had I been up north further, there are other options that mm-hmm. I might have considered. Because once you place that order, you have, you have to, to have it shipped. You have to have it shipped. And Always make sure, and you know, I dealt with uh, a couple of suppliers where, you know, you'd ask them what's the price of the equipment, and then you'd ask them, you know, what's the price of shipping, and they'd tell you that, and then you're like, okay, equipment, shipping, you know, that's the price, and then they'll send you an invoice or a sales order that says equipment, shipping plus like freight from China, right? <laughs> and it's like, which is ten thousand dollars. You know, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I asked what was the price to have this delivered to me. And, you know, they just kind of leave little things out until the last minute. So That's the tricky part. A lot of equipment is FOB China. But they, oh, won't, yeah. they won't tell you because right. that's, that's how they can advertise a lower price than people who have and, it in stock. And there's only right a couple of places that actually truly make equipment in the U.S. Mm-hmm. There are some people that say they make equipment in the U.S., and they don't disclose the fact that they're actually getting like the the bulk of the the material and done and the shell done in China. They get that shipped to them. They may tack on a nameplate and <laughs> attach a few parts, and then they call it made in the U.S. And that's not made in the U.S. No. So you know, made in the U.S. is you know you you have to pay for it. If, if that's something that's important to you and, you know, that you want that, uh, uh, you know, if that's something you want, um, you need to pay more for it. And, um, you know, there are a few producers that truly produce in the U.S. They they start from uh, just rolls of, of stainless steel. And, um, you know, there, there's very, very few. So... Uh, otherwise, almost everything is either made in Europe or made in China. So, so I, I've dropped my name. Where did where did you get your stuff at? Uh, the the brew house, the brew plant itself was that's a you know belongs to the host uh, mm-hmm. uh, brewery, and, and that was used. The fermenters we ordered through GW Kent because they were you know we were supposed to brew. At a certain time, and we had all this stuff in in play, and and the sooner you can start brewing, the sooner you can start making money, and that was an important thing aspect for us. And GW Kent was able to deliver earlier than everybody else because they already had their fermenters ordered. That's a, that's actually a very good point. When I started talking to Premier Stainless, mm-hmm. the lead time was ten to twelve weeks, mm-hmm. and in the very short time that it went from me talking to them to me placing my order with them, which mm-hmm. is a matter of maybe six weeks, mm-hmm. it had gone from ten to twelve weeks to eighteen to twenty weeks, mm-hmm. which just goes to show that you know right. breweries are really just right. going, 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 going. Right. So the thing about GW Ken was they order a certain amount of these on a regular basis, anyways, on the fermenters. And so you just jump in on an order, and you know where, wherever you are, however many they've sold, you know you're, that kind of determines your your place in that. And they were able to deliver, you know, much much earlier than everybody else, and actually at a pretty reasonable price. One of the things is we're very close to the port of Oakland, mm-hmm. so and if you buy a container load of anything, it just goes straight over there. They didn't charge us for shipping, so 
really? that saved us from China, no shipping. From China, no shipping. Right. So we just paid okay. for the fermenters. Maybe, maybe was, being out in Silica Valley is not such a good right. thing. Then. So it saved me you know, a tremendous amount of money. It made it very, very hard to resist. And, you know, the quality is actually quite good. You know, you worry about things, you know, people saying, oh, you know, this is no good or that's no good. But, you know, quality was good. And, uh, you know, the people there are quite nice. So, um, and uh, Brian Hunt had recommended them. So I'm like, all right, Brian knows quite a bit. So right. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll I'll, I'll I'll take that risk. Um, And I had looked at, you know, there was a, a Silver State um, stainless they do that's you know truly American made products they're out in Nevada. Uh, Nevada actually fairly close I could have driven out there with a you know appropriate sized truck and picked them up myself you know it's a, a couple hours each way mm-hmm. and that would and, save and how me do you too. move something like that when you've got to move your equipment uh, well you know I think you know, unless you're comfortable doing it, I would hire a rigger to make the make the moves because if you drop something like that, it's really gets damaged and you're out a lot of money. A lot of money and a lot of time. Right. And, yeah, you have to replace it. Uh, our fermenters were actually unloaded with a, a little forklift. <laughs> and we very carefully eased them out of the container truck and turned them around and lifted them and tilted them up with the... Uh, JJ did the, uh, the the first two for me, and then I did the second two myself, which just, you know, take it slow, take it easy, and just be aware if you make a mistake, it's, you know, $20,000 or whatever down the toilet. Right. I hear John Palmer is a uh, licensed forklift driver. Yeah. Yeah. I would, yep. I would trust him to move. That's, that's one of those things you didn't know about me, huh? What you don't know about my good friend John Palmer, licensed forklift driver. There you go. Yeah. Got that done for this episode. All right. All right. Speaking of which, let's uh, take another short break. And when we come back, we'll continue with uh, things you need to know uh, when you're opening your brewery. Back after this. BN Army, Hop Tech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. HopTech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of whole leaf hops. And HopTech not only carries Y yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's Nottingham and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short sleeved shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. 
That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Back to your hosts, Jamil Zanashef and John Palmer. Putting the testicles in technical. This is Brew Strong. All right, we're back. We're talking about the uh, things you need to uh, help you get your brewery open and uh, tasks you might do. Okay. And, oh. oh. Continue. Well, one thing you might want to do is, uh, you know, improve your uh, beer judging skills. You can go to uh, the Better Beer Scores, uh, www.beerjudgeeducation.com. And uh, what that is is it's a bunch of uh, uh, experienced instructors that are also uh, craft beer geeks, and uh, they're doing an online 12-week series of uh, live interactive uh, web classes, each is two and a half hours long, and it allows you to uh, uh, you know, interact with them and learn about all the things that you need to uh, su- succeed at the BJCP exam. And uh, they record it. You can re- replay it later on. Um, you know, really uh, very cool about uh, how they're doing that. I think it's got a lot of potential. That's true. And uh, a cool, unique thing they're doing is uh, if you take the class, and you find that you don't ha- uh, that you're not getting any, any real uh, value from it by the beginning of the third class. You can uh, get a full refund. Right. Um, not go. many uh, places would do that. So right. it's, so it's they, a pretty cool thing. They obviously believe in in what they're doing, and and uh, you know they don't want you to be unhappy. Uh, you know if you find it useful, and you know I I, I think uh, you know I, I I get emails all the time. I, I was the uh, BJCP West wrap. And just through the shows, I get people emailing me all the time. They're saying, hey, how do I, you know, where do I find a class? How do I, you know, study to be a BJCP uh, judge? Yeah. And, um, you know, it would be nice to be able to point them to this. I think this is a, a, a great uh, opportunity for people to, uh, you know, take part in a class when, you know, locally they may not have it. Mm-hmm. So I agree. That's a great, great idea. I think uh, it has the potential to really uh, – 
do well for uh, for the uh, beer community out there. So I'm excited. I'd like to I'd like to see it uh, like to see it do well. All right, so uh, back to uh, what we we're talking about uh, the uh, stuff you need to do uh, when you're when you're opening a brewery. So, what else did we have there, uh, John? Well, um, what about the uh, floors in the brewery? Do you need to? I mean, let's say you're moving into an existing business park. You know, it has the bay door mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so on. Do you need to redesign the floor or install um, barriers or anything? Well, we'll we'll get into brewery design uh, more in depth in a future show. But yeah, you know, when you're looking at locations, if you find a location that has uh, you know uh, trench drains or something like that, you know, a certain amount of uh, power supply, uh, you know, look at ceiling heights, especially for production breweries. Ceiling height is important to me. <laughs> having plenty of power, uh, you know, security, having, you know, if, if there's uh, floor drains. Uh, Steve, you ended up uh, epoxying uh, your own floor. Is, is that correct? Yeah, I did that myself. And actually, our, our brew house just arrived yesterday. Um, it's been in storage since May, mm-hmm. but um, for various reasons, because falling out riggers, um, leases a multitude of reasons mm-hmm. um we didn't actually move the equipment in until just yesterday and um and ceiling height like you say um we had uh, less than one foot clear when we were standing up our tank mm-hmm. so but we're in a we're in more of a retail location mm-hmm. we have a 13 foot ceiling and we have less than a foot clear when i was standing up my largest tank mm-hmm. um and then as for the epoxying of the floors yeah i did i did do that myself there is a i've had people ask me this but people have said the, the Brewers Association produces a a hefty um, volume, a, a book on starting a brewery, mm-hmm. and I think it's hundred. It's kind of a hefty price too, mm-hmm. hundred bucks, hundred fifty dollars, whatever. And there's an entire chapter devoted to brewery floors, mm-hmm. and, and people have asked me like, why why an entire chapter? And it it's kind of necessary. Mm-hmm. It, it really is because you only have one chance to do it and mm-hmm. to do it right, mm-hmm. um, because you're going to be setting equipment on this floor that is going to that is not going to move until you go out of business Mm -hmm. upgrade or move Mm -hmm. and that's the only way that stuff is getting out of there right and you have one chance to do it and one chance to do it right Mm -hmm. so i know that we poured um in the restaurant we poured a california code something like four inch uh slab with 12 inch centers or whatever whatever the code is and then Mm -hmm. in the brew house we did an eight inch floor on four inch centers with a rebar and then I went in later. I etched the floor. <clears throat> I etched the floors manually with muriatic acid, mm-hmm. and then went in after that with epoxy and and, and put that on. It was a two day process because we mm-hmm. wanted to hit the high traffic areas with the the, the grit and the silica. Mm-hmm. And then I went in the next day within twenty four hours to get the entire floor. And mm-hmm. it's a big process. It's VOCs, and I'm mm-hmm. I probably have cancer now because of it. But um, you I look saved, a little peaked. Yeah, I, I saved a lot of money in the process, and that's really what it comes down to when you're, yeah, when you, you're trying you, to when you're trying to make trade money. a few years of, of quality of life to uh, absolutely save a few bucks. Yeah, that's what it really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's what it comes down to. It's just when, when you're when you're a brewery owner, you need to save mm-hmm. money wherever you can, so you can. You know, and if that comes at the cost of a few years of few years of right. life, then well, you know, you're old then anyway. You're in a diaper, and you yeah. really need that, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's that's one of the things that uh, I think is is missed, though, or you know, it's very easy 
to misdirect your focus on something to where you think, well, I can do this and I'll save, you know, X number of dollars. And, you know, sometimes it makes sense, sometimes it doesn't. You know, um, you know when it, when it comes to, uh, you know, doing a website, I, I could do a website, but, you know, wasting my time on that, there's, you know, tens of thousands of people hungry to do websites. I could just turn it over to them, pay them, you know, very little money, and they can focus on it, and I can focus on everything else that needs to get done. And sometimes you'll you get yourself, uh, you know, locked into working on something, uh, you know, uh, in thinking, oh, you know, we got time to do this, and you end up neglecting something else that really would move the business forward. You have to think of the opportunity cost on a lot of stuff. Uh, for us, it was. Um, uh, you know, these kegs that came to us dirty, and we're thinking, well, you know, we'll have time to clean them. Not a big deal. Well, it turned out, you know, we used that time for other things, and then when we really needed the kegs, you know, we didn't have time to clean them. Mm-hmm. You know, and it ended up, uh, you know, it would have been better for us to just buy new kegs because we really couldn't afford the, the, the man hours. I think that's a half show right there is keg suppliers and Oh yeah, no, that's a full show. A full show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking half at least. There's there, yeah. keg keg suppliers is a shady business. Yeah, I don't know if it's shady. Would, it's just would, you know, there's you need to go into it. You know, why eyes wide open and know what you're doing. Oh, okay, that's a nicer way to put it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the, the eyes are very wide open. The fundamental thing about most kegs is if the shell is solid and intact. It's a good keg. I mean, you know, it just depends on what else you need to do to it to make it, you know, 100% ready to but go. But if you have to replace the rod and you and you spend the spear and in the, the valve and all that, yeah. And you spend a pretty sizable amount of money getting the thing to begin with. Sure, sure. Well, and, you know, the kegs we got, they all came with uh, brand new spears and valves. Okay. So that was, you know, and they are all solid. They were just dirty, you know. And that's that's the trick. It's like, well, you know, I thought, oh, you know, we'll have lots of time. And we use that time for other things. I mean, we could have before we started brewing, clean all those kegs. Did you get your kegs from a, a place in Southern California? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. I've, I okay. still get kegs from them today. You I'm do? I'm actually okay. quite happy. Okay. Um, and actually, I ended up trading some of those back for a different size. And uh, and actually, I hired a guy to pressure wash them for like a couple of bucks a piece. Okay. <laughs> so there's there's ways around it. You just need to be aware, and that's the thing. And again, you know, I hate to harp on the the nano brewery, but don't trade your hours, you know, for money too willingly, you know, too readily. Don't be, you know, throwing all your time out the door because somebody needs to think about the business and and marketing and all that stuff. You mm-hmm. know, you get back to the marketing thing. Um, you know, social marketing is a huge thing for a new brewery. You know, if you can get people to demand your beer in a location, um, you know, to get that pull through from the marketplace, it makes it so much easier for you to sell your beer. You know, for a packaging brewery, it's 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 critical. Um, you know, and and, and I think uh, you know people don't uh, give social marketing the uh, respect it's due in this case. Interesting. So, you know, I would, I would, uh, I would make sure that you know there is some focus on Facebook, Twitter, you know, things like that. Hmm. Uh, well, I had another question about electricity. I mean, um, 
240 triple phase, 220 single phase. Um, I mean, obviously, it's easy for an electrician to come in and do it. You know, after the fact, you can usually get stuff upgraded. But I mean, going in, what do you think is is the real need? I mean, you've probably got you've got there your chiller, uh, maybe a whirlpool. What uh, what do you think? Triple phase all the way. As much triple phase as you can get, I would say, because you're the, the motor speed and, and, right. and the cost, well, the savings of that. And they can always step down. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, you and but you can't step up. And it's also the amount of service. You know, the, it, you know, if you find a, a building with lots of big panels on it, that'll give you, you know, more than enough, then you're fine. Because mm-hmm. um, they can always, you know, but if they got to put in new panels to, you know, supply you what you need, then. We had an entire new run put in. Because yeah. of, because of our building, mm-hmm. the the entire block benefited us moving in. We right. actually we actually benefited the, the entire block because we came in needing triple phase, and mm-hmm. and other there was a business next to us that said, you know, we could actually use triple triple phase be, to do this if this, and then somebody else said, you know, we could benefit from triple phase for mm-hmm. this purpose. Mm-hmm. And once there was suddenly a need, then in, then in the state of California, once once Southern Cal- once there is a bona fide need for service, then Edison has to provide that need. And so we were actually able to benefit that just by having a, a number of people saying mm-hmm. that we needed it. Mm-hmm. Then they had to supply it, and so it actually went from us solely having to put out this expensive, which would have been like fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, to put a drop in for us. Right. Once other people said we need it, we need it, we need it. Right. Then suddenly it was free because it was a bona fide need for people that had needed triple phase, mm-hmm. and, and we just had to pay the, to go to the box at that point, which at that point was like forty feet, mm-hmm. which wasn't cheap, I'm sure. But it was a lot cheaper than the right. 200 feet it was going to be. But I think, you know, that's that's one of the things. So when, when you're selecting a location, you should be looking at stuff like that. You know, especially if you're, um, you know, doing something other than like a nanobrewery. Uh, and if, if you expect to just be there a short period of time, maybe that's fine. But, you know, if you're looking long term to do a serious production brewery or a serious brew, uh, brew pub, um, you know, if you find a building with a lot of this stuff in place, the you know the the floors, the drains, the electrical, the ceiling heights, the you know, um, right, you know, loading docks, things like that, then it really is. Uh, you know, you get it much cheaper being a, a purchasing it uh, on the used market versus you know having it installed. That tends to be ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, one one good thing to to make sure of. All right. Let's take a uh, short break. And uh, when we come back, we'll answer any questions from the chat and wrap this up back after this. When Blickman Engineering set out to design a great brewing stand, they knew it had to be strong, adaptable, and last for a lifetime. The top-tier brewing stand is now proudly available at BlickmanEngineering.com. It grows with your brewing skills and equipment. Start with 5-gallon coolers on its heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves. Then move all the way up to 30-gallon pots on the high-output burner tiers. Speaking of burners, the custom Blickman Engineering top-tier burners are extremely powerful, efficient, and amazingly quiet. They have safety stops to center your pot 
spot, and they'll last a lifetime and won't rust. The top-tier brewing stand allows virtually infinite combinations from traditional gravity systems to two tiers to completely horizontal. Configure your stand the way you want and have the freedom to change it at any time in the future. Your brewing stand should adapt with you, not force you to learn a new process. Visit BlickmanEngineering.com today to configure your top-tier brewing stand and to find a local Blickman retailer. You'll be surprised with all the flexible features and the competitive price. Start brewing with Blickman from the top tier. In a world where everything has been lost. What happened to the city? It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. No, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? <laughs> Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. <gasps> Done. Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm gonna need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's gonna get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you $7.99 Brew Saver shipping, massive selection, and superior customer service comes. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home-brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read 
read your way to better homebrew. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has homebrewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. Uh. Mother White Labs. It's all in the vial. What does craft beer mean to you? Is it a delicious way to support your town's local brewer? Or perhaps it's the perfect beverage to pair with those delicious devils on horseback. Regardless of whether you're thinking of pints or pairings, pilsners or porters, craftbeer.com is the site where craft beer lovers come together to learn and share. Craftbeer.com is brought to you by the Brewers Association and celebrates the best of American craft beer and its brewers. Craftbeer.com is the best place to find craft beer events, recipes, great features stories, the most up-to-date brewery listings, and resources for your next beer tasting or dinner, like style guidelines, pairing mats, and charts. Get the inside scoop on new beer releases and special events from today's Craft Beer Insiders, and chime in to share your own knowledge, perfect pairings, road trips, recipes, and more. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. To the beer guys that make other beer guys look like wine guys. Brew strong. All right. So, uh, fellas, ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. And that's not all. When you select your one item at 50% off, you will also receive three free adult DVDs of your choosing. Uh, and you'll also get an extra gift, uh, so sensual we can't mention on the radio. To top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. You'll get 50% off one item when you type Jamel, J-A-M-I-L, for the offer code. Upon checkout, when you do, you get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use that offer code, J-A-M-I-L, at adamneve.com. And don't forget, they have a new website for uh, mobile. It's m.adameve.com. So uh, check it out on your uh, smartphone or other device and uh, have fun. All right, so we're talking about... uh, you know, all the stuff that you would do in order to get your uh, brewery up and running and marketing and things like that. And, and a, you know, I spent uh, an inordinate amount of time uh, trying to figure out what was the best way to get, uh, you know, things like shirts and hats and glassware and sweat jackets and all that stuff. And it just takes a tremendous <laughs> amount of effort that actually kind of kills, you know, uh, some of the profit that you might see from selling that stuff. Because you can st- sell that stuff before you ever brew a drop of beer. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. We sold quite a large amount, thousands and thousands of dollars of logo apparel before we ever brewed any beer. 
the thing was, um, you know, with people, you know, having to ship it and to, you know, handle the orders and to, you know, produce the materials and all that <laughs> stuff, really kind of kind of drains on that. And, you know, at first I was thinking, gosh, you know, why are we doing this if, uh, you know, it's really not profitable? Realistically, though, every piece of logo merchandise you get out there and somebody's out wearing about, that's marketing. Yep. And the more you can do that, if you've got a logo that intrigues, you know, the more you're at a, you know, these people are at stores or festivals or other places, you know, and, and beer geeks, they'll wear beer shirts at beer festivals and they love wearing beer apparel where that beer can't be found, you know, because it makes it, you know, more unique. And you go there, and then other people see that sort of thing, and they're just, um, you know, thrilled, uh, you know, to to see it. They get that that kind of um, they get that kind of uh, you know uh, boner. I think is the word you're looking buzz for. for your for your no. product that you need. Sorry, it's a B word. So yeah, like like you're saying. So. So my logo is is similar in an, in an aviation aspect. It's got because you know we're on the boonies of LA mm-hmm. County, as we've mentioned, and several times. <laughs> yeah, on, it's a joke now, right? So I'm flying up here, and I, and I see that there's the uh, the flying wings, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just I don't know. Just I just wanted to show that to you. You're talking you're talking marketing. I'm like, hey, look, I saw I saw my logo stitched stitched into the uh, the airplane that I was flying up here in. <laughs> so I don't know. So which fun. came first, though? I think if they built an airplane and stitched the logo. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, there is some value, even if you're, you know, getting these things out there and it's a, you know, revenue neutral type of uh, uh, product, the marketing value is is still quite high. So I yeah. would, you know, go forth and make T-shirts and make hats and make glassware and all that stuff. We've it's done it's that. something to do while you're waiting for your TTB application to go through. Right, right. And, you know, keep you busy, keep you selling stuff. And a um, revenue generator. As well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you're unemployed while you're waiting for that TTB application <laughs> to go through. <laughs> right, it'll make you feel like you're earning money, even though it's... Uh, uh, but I'll tell you, um, I can highly recommend, if you're looking for hats, jeremywoodbrewerybranding.com. They do hats. They do them dirt cheap. And they do great hats. They do them for a lot of breweries. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's it's one of those people focusing on a, a certain aspect of the business. And, uh, you know, check it out if, you, if, you're, if you're doing hats. JeremyWoodBreweryBranding.com. Uh, Tell them I sent you. You'll, you'll be very pleased. I was thrilled with the quality and, uh, and the pricing. Good stuff. I'm just getting started in that myself, actually, with the uh, with right. the branding and with, we have our we've had our logo for a for a bit of time, but mm-hmm. I'm just now getting into the the point where we're looking to start selling things not just locally but more on the internet because mm-hmm. I feel that we would be able to um, sell our stuff just out outside of our territory. I think well, the internet is the way to go. Absolutely, and if, if you got a great looking logo, I think you know you can sell it to to places where. You know your beer doesn't sell, and I think that helps kind of pull through in the marketplace. Yeah, your beer. So you want to get that buzz, and you want to do that sort of thing. I've got um, I think I, I, there's a pastor in North Carolina. I don't think he knows anything about you know home brewing or anything like that. Doesn't know us, but he is part of a group of craft beer lovers. That their group they call themselves the Heretics. He's a pastor at Presbyterian Church. <laughs> The heretics, I think, this is totally cool. And he was going to have some glasses printed up that said, you know, heretics. 
Uh-huh. And then he just came across ours, and he's like, "Hey, you know, sell me some glassware." And I'm thinking, you know, that's totally cool. That's, you know, it's a great opportunity. So you get, um, if you can get, you know, people interested in your in your merchandise, um, again, I think that's uh, you know quite valuable. So I was wearing my heretics shirt the other day, and <laughs> um, my neighbor is is a pastor, uh-huh. and, and I'm I'm unloading the car, and I'm like I'm like carrying the stuff like cross armed. <laughs> Because it says I'm a heretic right across the very front, uh-huh. and I'm like I'm like kind of like hiding it because I don't right. want, I don't want to I don't, I don't want my pastor neighbor to see right. know, I'm a heretic with a big old crazy dude on the back of my shirt you know yeah yin and yang. What <laughs> what do you uh, have to say about marketing outside your intended um, demo realm of distribution? So like let's say you wouldn't be marketing these right. coasts because your beer's not going to go there for another few years. Well, right? I think it I think it helps pull through. I would not you know ship stuff out for free like a lot of uh, homebrew competition stuff. There they're asking for free stuff for a competition on the East Coast. Mm. It's like well you know you have you have issues. Again, you cannot give you know consumers you know free shirts and stuff like that. You're limited in in the dollar amount you can give. Right? Is that, if, a, is that a California thing or is that yeah? It's a California a thing. Um, and um, you know, if if they're a nonprofit, then you can do it. But, <coughs> they, but it, it's they state need, to state, though, it's still going to be probably state to state. Yeah, but it's going to be limited in some aspect, right? To a dollar amount. So when you ask for donations as listeners, and someone stiffs you and they don't give you what you want, don't be mad at them. They can't do it. Right. Right. Uh, you know, and um, yeah, somebody got upset, and I'm like, you know, if you've got, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, if you show me your, you know, your, um, oh God, there's a certificate of, uh, you know, being nonprofit. Your resale profit. certificate. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you, you show me your nonprofit uh, designation, then, and we have a copy of that, then I can send you stuff. And, um, you know, that's one of the restrictions we put just for legal reasons. And the other is, you know, that it's a place we distribute beer. Um, now, if somebody wants to buy something and we ship it to them and it's going East Coast or wherever, that's fantastic. That's, you know, that's fine. And I think that's, you know, Mark, that's the reason why, like Steve was saying, you want to be able to sell it on the web. I think, you you know, that's a, a valuable uh, yeah. Well, anything. Advantage. I mean, I think in this day and age, if you're not selling stuff on the web in right. addition to wherever else, you're, you're not going to go anywhere. Right. You're if not going to sell anything. If I go to your place and I like the shirt, I'm going to go to your website and order it from there because... I just buy everything off the internet. Yeah, I mean, really, why? It's hard to carry stuff home very often. It's easier just to order it and have it shipped. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other uh, questions or anything? Uh? No, we're good over here. John, my name's John. What's your question, uh, John? Uh, no, I, I think I think that about covers at least for this show. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything more. Uh, no. Any chat? No, we don't. That's it. Okay. That's it. That's all righty. We're, we're f- we've fulfilled our contractual sponsor obligations. All right. Yeah. Great. I think we need to uh, work on our sign language. Yeah, I think I think that uh, that's a good good set of shows. There's there's a lot of information about um, you know what you need to do in order to to open your own brewery or brew pub like Steve's doing. And um, you know, hopefully, you know, as we get into it, we can get into a little more more specifics, um, you know, especially about uh, you know the brewery design and buildings and locations and things like that. And uh, we need a whole show just on paperwork. Yep. 
Absolutely. If not two. And we'll, I think we should print out the forms. Everybody else should print out the forms and follow along. Well, bouncing ball. It would, it, I bet you that'd be a huge help. Yeah. I've got uh, a parachute with my name on it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the, uh, the uh, TTB pointed to the show and said, here, just listen to that just show. Do this. That'll help you. All right. All right. So, uh, you know, check out our sponsors, BlickmanEngineering.com, Blickman with two ends. Uh, great folks, and they uh, support the show. Check out the Brewing Network store. Check out BYO, American Homebrewers Association, all that good stuff for all your brewing needs. Until then, brew strong. Brew strong, everybody. <laughs>